One, two, one, two. Good. All right. Well, we are back in studio, PF and myself, Mike. And we're happy to be bringing you this Tempo Tuesday podcast from our world headquarters in Baton Rouge. Fresh off of the 8th Annual Mississippi Gulf Coast Marathon weekend. It was a fantastic weekend, Pat. We had uh, quite a showing out there. It was it was great. Um, there was, you know, we, we just, we had a meeting today talking about where we can improve and all, everything. And most everything in the race went according to plan. I, I thought it was, it was a great weekend. Um, I always like going back to the coast. I grew up there and it's always neat to put on that event there. And it's especially uh, it's especially rewarding when it goes off smoothly, and not that it hasn't always in the past, but it just everything this weekend seemed to just kind of kind of click along. So you know, it, it was great, and um, much needed uh, naps coming at some point, but uh, a, a solid weekend indeed. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I think we've earned some rest. We've had four straight weeks, uh, four weeks. Five events in three states. So we started off this mad dash uh, mid-November with the Publix Battleship 12K on November 19th. And we rolled three days later into all the packet pickups for two turkey trots that we did. One in Baton Rouge, one in Covington on Thanksgiving morning. And then weekend after that, we were at uh, LSU for the Our Lady of the Lake Tiger 10K. Uh, finishing on a 50-yard line at Death Valley, and then packed up, and Wednesday headed on over to the coast, and Thursday through Sunday, Thursday through Monday morning, we were on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, taking care of runners from 47 states, and don't know Bluxy in the area get a lot of these visitors, but we had visitors from the United Kingdom, uh, Bahamas, Puerto Rico, uh, Canada, Germany, I believe, had some uh, exchange students there, and then uh, runners from as far as Australia. So it was wild. I, also, I thought I think I saw a group of five women from Poland that were there. Wow! That uh, they were all dressed together, all, all matching. It was five or six of them uh, that came from Poland. They ran the five k the uh, the the previous day, and then and then they the half. So it it was neat we we talked to a lot of people afterwards from different places uh visiting with some folks at the after after party uh and it a lot of a lot of positives from a lot of people who've done a lot of different races so proud of us proud of our team and uh you know it, again it's cool everybody that i don't want to say that there's not a there there's a lot of locals that run the race clearly yeah but when you look at Biloxi and you look at the coast as a giant, you know, from a population standpoint, it's not huge. Right. So, so the available local runners, like we get up all the ones that are there for sure. But most everybody for this race has got to come from somewhere else. Yeah, I think it was uh, it was over 70 percent of people were from outside of the um, the counties along 9098, you know, Mississippi Gulf Coast. And obviously. When you're looking at a radius, well, you've got the Gulf of Mexico to the south, so you can't draw anybody from there. But, Correct. Uh, yeah, for those of you who are listening from other parts, um, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, beautiful coast, 32 miles of uh, virtually uninterrupted beaches. and But once you get north of there, north of I-10, you, you really kind of get back into the woods and you really don't have any major population centers until you get a little further up to like Meridian or Jackson yep. or Hattiesburg, depending upon which ways you're going. So to be able to draw in that many people, 
put that many people heads in beds and make that kind of a positive impact on sports tourism is uh, quite a feat that I'm really I'm proud of our team for. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, we take it. We we said we were there. You know, Wednesday on Friday we had packed to pick up the usual stuff, but Saturday morning we did the uh, the Margaritaville 5K, and this was pretty neat. About a, I guess it was last year we started doing it where we do a point to point where they drop them off in Ocean Springs and they run over the bridge. So the times are a touch slower because it is literally uphill for a mile and change and not not a gradual. I mean, it's you take a left onto the bridge and you're going straight up to the top. So uh, had a great turnout for that, that race, uh, the 5K. Uh, kid from Prairieville, Alex Ackman. Yeah, who finished up uh, – I actually, very interesting story. I didn't have a chance to share this with many people. Um, I got in the elevator to ride down from Margaritaville down to the, to the race site on race morning. And kid gets in the elevator and he's wearing a Tiger 10K t-shirt from the weekend before. And so I said, oh, you, you have a good time last weekend? And he kind of looked at me a little kind of surprised. And I said, said yeah, well, you know, we put that one on. And he said, oh, okay. He said, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I said, it's a pretty cool experience finishing on the 50-yard line, Death Valley, as a Tiger fan. He's like, oh, man, it was awesome. He goes, yes, sir, I, I finished sixth overall. I was like, man, that's impressive. And then he lines up and he wins yeah. on, <laughs> on Saturday. I mean, it was cool. We had two uh, kind of races to the finish, uh, two seconds separating the men and – less than a second separating the women. So Julia Brophy, a friend of ours from Baton Rouge, uh, I saw she had posted, this is the first ever time she's won. So that was super cool. Uh, but she, man, she came around the corner and, and Pat O'Brien and I were sitting there and we saw the girl on her tails and we were like, ooh, is it gonna be close? Um, but it ended up being, the, fin- the finish time was five hundredths of a second difference, but I think that was, clock time yeah that was clock time yeah and so yeah that's five hundredths of a second about as close a half a second about as close as you're going to get yeah they, they basically hit that finish tape almost together yeah um it was it was wild i thought the men's race was close because those two guys had been running stride for stride from when i caught up to them you know i started the race i hopped in my truck and was racing them to the to the finish line and i saw them cresting the bridge running stride for stride and uh I kind of looked across the bridge and I said, man, I, I see that purple shirt. I wonder if that's uh, the kid from last weekend. And, uh, man, they, they came off of the bridge and he, uh, Alec put in just a little bit enough of a kick to separate himself by a stride and a half. Yep. It was great. Uh, that was, a, that was super cool. Then the kids race was almost bigger than it's ever been. But one of the big things for me is, uh, so I grew up in Long Beach, but had a lot of friends in Bioview, which is in Gulfport. And their elementary school, I think, brought 40 or 50 kids out. Yeah, they've got a phenomenal program. Proof in the pudding that, you know, if you've got some believers there, you've got a, a teacher, PE teacher, a parent, et cetera, and you get them excited about it. Um, we were talking to uh, Jeff Bertucci, who is uh, one, of our, one of our good friends and one of the partners with FEB Distributing. He, I believe his kids go there. Yep. And he was saying that they've now made it so that you have to be at a certain grade level. I think it's third grade. Third grade, yeah, I thought so, uh, to be able to participate. And now you've got all the first graders and second graders who are, who are really looking forward to getting into third grade so that then they can run in the program, yeah. which is awesome because, let's face it, uh, PE programs not nearly what they used to be 
Sure. Uh, and so to to see kids actively chomping at the bit to be able to get into uh, a running program is that's what we're all about. We're trying to get them get them moving and make an impact on uh, on the coast. Yeah, it, it was super cool. You know, the post race party after that, after seeing all the kids come through, went on for a little bit. Super nice venue. Margaritaville has been pretty good to us, and and it makes it super easy for us to put that event on. In some ways, the shuttles can be a little bit challenging, but this year, again, I think everything went pretty smoothly. So um, Saturday was good. And it's really cool because, you know, not only is Chevron the uh, title sponsor of the, the kids' marathon, but they also had a lot of runners in their Chevron blue, you know, uh, yep. running shirts that ran a 5K. And then I saw quite a few of them on Sunday at the half and the full. So it's they, they weren't just there, you know, um, supporting the events from a sponsorship standpoint. They were engaged. They right. were they were really a part of the overall weekend, which is awesome. That's exactly what you want to see when you have a sponsor like that. Absolutely. So skipping over to Sunday, we woke up. Our team got downstairs around three thirty, and it was raining, and we were I think all had a lot of trepidation on what that might be for the day. But really, I think I got in my truck, and by the time I got to, I headed towards the full start. So by the time I got, I don't know, seven eight miles down the road, it was done. You know, couple couple little spots here and there. The next thing though was the wind, which it got pretty windy for the participants. I mean, for us, it was we weren't out in it that long. It wasn't too bad. Um, but, man, great races again. Uh, the half, I don't know where they separated themselves. They got there before I got back. I was on the on the bridge still. But the uh, the male overall from Youngsville was Alex Abair. Ran a 114.17. Yeah, he's, he's, he's running strong right now. He won the North Shore Half Marathon that we did back in uh, October. He's also a previous champion of the Louisiana Half Marathon that we'll be doing next month in Baton Rouge. Yep. And uh, I, I read a I read a little clip um, from Alex's social media, and I believe maybe one of his coaches had said that he'd been, he'd been battling through some injury hiccups and um, is really hitting stride. And so uh, I know I drove back from the half, and he, he had already taken – firm control of the race by mile five and mile five and change five I got and a half. yeah the the it's always you never know the, the the half can be that's a lonely way to run and but uh apparently i mean i think he his second place was uh, i'm looking at the times now a couple couple minutes back so not in, in not insignificant so right. and yeah and they did hit the uh the first six first seven and a half miles he was two minutes ahead just about and ended up being he kept that the whole way so, uh, and first place for the women was from Lafayette. I'm sorry, from Bro Bridge, Louisiana. Wait, nope, that was one. That's one or over. Courtney Cobb from Lafayette, Louisiana. And she also, I think she was by herself for quite a while because the next female was Elena Shriver. She was hour 30. So, seven minutes back off the lead. Yeah, the, uh, there's a group out in Lafayette called the uh, Pelican State Running. And I know that um, I think Alex has run with them um, yep. quite some bit. And obviously our female champion and uh, Jarrett LeBlanc, who did not race this weekend, but is a big advocate of uh, of running, of um, of trying to help out where he can. Um, he actually has been a champion in, at the Louisiana uh, events that we do. And uh, I guess it was about two months ago. He set the world record for yeah, a half marathon that. on a treadmill. 
And so you got some very, very talented runners out there and a lot of uh, deep knowledge um, to help coach them up. And that was evident uh, this weekend. Yeah, their coach is a guy named John Hitter, who I worked uh, Mizuno with and who has gotten, I, I can't remember if he has won Mississippi or just gotten second. I know he's run it two or three times, um, but a stellar runner and always runs well. He runs Louisiana. and I've known him, again, he worked for Mizuno in, I guess, 2008 or nine. Uh with me and then uh has been coaching for a while and building up that group which is great uh on the marathon side uh a i don't want to say a newcomer but a guy i haven't seen before is jacob plosher yeah uh from local from biloxi Mm -hmm. which is pretty stellar ran a 231 21 which is 547 pace second place was from mississippi as as well charlie dawson from oxford and then uh, the first female was Stephanie McNabb, and she ran a 257.39. She is from Homa. So big runs from uh, quite a few people. But, you know, again, the cool part about this event, it starts at 8.15 or so. They start coming in, and they, they keep coming in until right at our cutoff at 1. So it is a – you get a big brunt of them coming in for the half – there's a little bit of a lull. There's a kind of a massive half marathoners. Then the marathons start trickling in, and and they take over for the rest of the day. But overall, man, I, I had I had a great week. I'm tired, which means we did it right. Yep. Um, it was smooth, which means we mostly did it right. And you know, I think that the the runners had a great time. All the feedback I've seen has been nothing but positive. So that, that's how you want to do it. Like you know, we want to. We want to push and we want to put on good events, but we, you know, we want it to feel like it, it's not chaos. And so that's a good thing when you, when you go out and you just, everything's smooth. Yeah, exactly. It was a, it's a great weekend and, um, looking forward to some, uh, much needed and much earned, well-earned rest. Uh, but not, we won't be kicking up our heels by any means and, and not doing anything because the, uh, the sister race to the to this event the louisiana marathon will be coming hot on our heels in mid-january so we'll we'll hit the holidays we'll hit christmas new year's and then bam we'll be into 2024 already seems like 2023 is blown by pretty quickly pat that's what happens when you get old uh but we have <laughs> five weeks five sundays one 17th 24th 31st 7th 14th and then we're there and then two weeks later we have the mardi gras mambo but it's actually on a saturday so January 27th. So again, you know, we're going to turn around. Everybody thinks you have a little time off, but with the holidays and still prepping for, for big events, there is, there's not a lot. Um, yeah. So look from me, from Pat fellows, uh, thank you to all who came out to tiger 10 K, uh, battleship, the two Turkey trots. And then this weekend at Mississippi Gulf coast marathon, I, I really appreciate seeing, uh, recognizable faces uh we have a lot of people that do all our races and for that we are very grateful that you choose to come back over and over again um but thanks from our team at fresh junkie racing i know that uh our crew uh had a really good especially the last two weeks our crew had a really good couple weeks and had a lot of fun and are ready to kind of recharge and come back again yeah well there you go folks uh have yourself a very merry christmas happy holidays happy new year we're going to take a little break um we'll be back in 2024 with our race preview for the louisiana marathon weekend on behalf of fresh junkie racing my co-host pf 
This is Mike on a mic. Have yourself a great rest of the year. Get in them runs.